Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Angie's List is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco-move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is. And it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. Don't touch that dial. You're tuned in to the Dread Podcast Network. What's your favorite scary? Oh, come on, you know I don't watch that shit. Why not? Too scared. No, no, it's just, what's the point? They're all the same. Some stupid killer stalking some big-breasted girl who can't act, who's always running up the stairs when she should be going out the front door. It's insulting. We're a horror movie comedy podcast. And we're going to tell you the entirety of a movie, spoilers and all. Today, I'm on fire. And I'm also on fire. <laughs> Just call but me I'm... Fire Burns. Oh. <laughs> Just call me Fire Porter. It doesn't work as well. <laughs> I'm Ketrin, in case you and didn't I'm know. Um, hello, nice to see you. You as well. I'm back. I'm Tan. She's very out. tan. I just joined our Patreon to see how tan I am. She is very tan. I asked her if she was sunburned or hot, and she said both. Yeah. <laughs> and it's um, true. I just got back from Baltimore, where I lay in a pool for six straight days. And it was awesome. I had to do some things in between, which were not ideal. I would have preferred <laughs> to have just... Never set up an air mattress, floated around in the pool at night with the bats, and, um, you know. Well, happy for you. Thank you. What did you do I also I went gone? to a pool this week. You did? Whose pool? You never care about <laughs> pools. And then the one fucking week I'm not here, you go to a fucking pool? Who the fuck's <laughs> pool did you go to? What the fuck? I'm so sorry. <laughs> I shouldn't have told you. <laughs> you shouldn't have fucking told me. <laughs> it was Kelly Mott's. Oh, so me. our mutual friend's pool? Cool. Yeah, you weren't home. Cool. And I lived down the street. Cool. And it was 100 degrees. Cool. It's fine. Guys, Kim is always giving me attitude about how I want more pools in my life. And she's like, mm, I don't really care about pools. I don't care about pools. But this pool was great. I bet it was. Well... 
We're off to a great start, Sammy. <laughs> <laughs> it's because um, she wants to go to a pool like on our vacations. Yeah. And I'm like, no. Why? Because I want to see the place that we're Pools? at. We're at a pool. <laughs> no, we're not. We're at a city I've never been to. And I want to go and explore it. And I don't want to sit at a pool. I just don't understand why we I can't could do sit both. at a pool here, like I did this weekend without you at Kelly Mutz. <laughs> You're such a bitch. <laughs> You're such a bitch. I did kind of forget that Kelly has a pool, so I'm going to be hitting that shit up right quick. <laughs> <laughs> um, anything else fun happen while I was gone? I hope not. I don't think so. Hmm. I don't think so. Oh, good. <laughs> Great. <laughs> Um, Not, nothing that I recall. Uh, Sammy's, I did something fun that I'm really proud of. So I just uh, published a grimoire, a spell writing journal for practicing witches that's based on the way that I write spells. And it's live on Amazon right now. And I'm so excited about it. I couldn't reach my balance. I just... I got it. Got the bell. Cool. Uh, I, I, <laughs> yay. I'm actually just going to go ahead and prefer that that's how you ding me in now. Great. Um, yeah. So if you know any practicing witches out there, Kim I'll will put, put it, it in the show notes. In the show notes. Yeah. Amazon Grimoire. And, and it's I'm going to really make... cool looking. I saw a, um, what's that called? A p- practice the, of it? Uh, uh, well, I made like graphics for it, like to see what the inside no, but the is. Real, the, the real, the real Oh, 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 the draft. Yeah. You, yeah they like send I you like it. a, yeah, they yeah. send you like, I forgot that I got those. Um, but yeah, I'm going to be making tons more of those, like just basically all the types of journals and note taking things that I want as a witch. Um, I'm just going to make them for other people. I'm also going to make some coloring books. You I know love that I love for a you. Coloring book. I was thinking about doing that same thing. Yeah. So I'm very excited about it because it's all stuff that I like, like when you find something where you're like this podcast, we are like, oh my God, this is so fun to make. That it's like, it's not work. Mm-hmm. It's really cool. So, yeah, that's my big announcement for right now. I love it. So I watched a movie. Do you want to hear about it? I really do. Okay. So as you guys know, Kim and I are doing this dumb, dumb game. And it looks like it's going to continue because... All right, so we did... From Dusk Till Dawn, then Kim did Dawn of the Dead, then I did Dead Birds, and then Kim did Birdemic, Shock and Terror. Now, I then had to find a movie that began with the word terror. You would think that there are a lot of horror movies that begin with the word terror. You would. And there are. There are some called Terror. Now, that would just Mm -hmm. end the game. And then a very popular one... How did I? Oh, there's Terror Train. And I thought, oh, we can do Terror Train, Jamie Lee Curtis. Well, then I wanted to see if Kim would be able to keep the game going. There's not a ton of movies that begin with the 
word train other than train to Busan, which we've already done. And even if we hadn't, I can guarantee there's no horror movies that begin with the word Busan. So either way, we would be ending there. But I found this really, uh, what's the word? Um, not well known because it doesn't appear to have gotten any sort of theatrical release. Uh, a little movie called Terror Night, a.k.a. Bloody Movie. So I'm going to say that you can use the word night or movie for this uh, because it looks like it was originally called Terror Night and it is on IMDb as Terror Night. But then the, the poster of it says, a.k.a. Bloody Movie. Um, and I kind of tried to like find postmortem. Why? Oh, there apparently is so much to postmortem. There's so much to postmortem based on why this movie didn't get a theatrical release, and so much to postmortem based on my thoughts about <laughs> it. Um, so yes, I will be postmorteming it. So that's the movie I did. It came out in 1980. It came out quote unquote in 1989, uh, but again was appeared to have been scrapped at some point before like got a major theatrical release, but it's available on YouTube. So it was sort of released somewhere and there are some like actual names in it of the time. Uh, it's directed by Nick Marino and Andre de And it's written by Kenneth J. Hall, Murray Levy and Nick Marino. And I looked them up to just be like, did they do anything else? Uh, not really, not as those things. They did some stuff as like special effects guys later and blah, blah, blah. Uh, but it does have a famous actor that I could not place for the motherfucking life of me until today. And so I'm very happy to announce that, um, IMDb came to the aid of me going completely insane without being able to figure out where I knew this person. Uh, the Skipper from Gilligan's Island is in it. Oh, fun. Alan Hale Jr. Yeah. I think is his name. Yeah. So here we go. Terror Night, a.k.a. Bloody Movie. Let's do Dead or Alive's. Uh, Lance Hayward. Alive. Um, <clears throat> Jake. Alive. Chip. Dead. Angel. Dead. Greg. Alive. Todd. Dead. Why is the stereo wet, Todd? Todd. <laughs> uh, Sherry. Alive. Kathy. Uh, Lorene. Dead. Captain Ned. Uh, alive. And Jill. Dead. Not bad. Did I already say 1989? 1989. That's when it was made. 1989. So, we open on some very upbeat, sort of old-timey music, I would say, from the 1930s-ish, I would say. And we have... Um, a man speaking over a black screen and I'm commenting on that because I had watched this on YouTube and Eric and I for like the entirety of the speech were like is there no picture or is YouTube broken (laughs) (laughs) Um, 
So he says, good evening, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to Hollywood. Hollywood, the dream factory, where nights are bright and days are spent amid roses and rainbows. You know, perhaps somewhere over one of those rainbows, your dreams, your very own dreams may be realized in greased lights and include those words, lights, camera, action. Except for right now, because writers and actors are on strike and they deserve our support. But listen to me close here, folks, for in Hollywood land, you too can be a star. But remember, there's a broken heart for every light on that fascinating, tantalizing street we call Hollywood Boulevard. So roll up and join us in our magnificent melange that is Hollywood. That's where we live. It is. And then we get the credits, and they're all in the, like, silent film boxes. Have you ever seen, like, a silent film where it's, like, the picture's happening, and then to show the dialogue, it'll be, like, a black screen with, like, a white frame and the dialogue in it. Yeah. So that's what the credits are happening in. We then open on a blazing inferno of a fire, uh, of, of a house of some kind. And we hear ambulances rushing down Hollywood Boulevard. And then we're also seeing flashbacks as this is happening to an actor by the name of Lance Hayward, who is like being like introduced, you know, on a red carpet or at an award ceremony or something like that. We then cut to uh, the skipper who is playing a security guard. And he walks down a set of stairs to a, you know, like a security gate kind of thing. Mind you, it is so dark, Ms. Burns. It is <laughs> so, so dark. And again, the only place to watch it is on YouTube. So there was nothing to be done. There were captions, but like some of the audio was so quiet that the captions were like, don't know. <laughs> <laughs> so... <laughs> You know, I may have missed a couple things, but I think I got the gist. So the skipper comes down the stairs and there's a car that's like trying to speed through the gate. And he's like, hey, stop. And it's some old Hollywood guy in a convertible. And he's real salty. So apparently this is the gatehouse to um, the old Lance Hayward estate. And this guy pulling up in a car is like, we got to get rid of this old eyesore and turn it into something that makes us money. It's just a monument right now. And monuments don't make money, you see. <laughs> wow. Is he part of the AMTMP? Is that I think so. I guess letters? so. I, I AMPTMM. I don't think I've ever like said them out loud without just reading them in. I me too. But it is. It does have an A and then M's and T's and P's in it for sure. Not my storybooks about the AMTMP. Articles. Read about them in my storybooks. Uh, yeah, that's who this guy is. He's trash, just like all of them. So um, he's only concerned with money. Sorry, we're actually SAG members, so yeah. we're on yeah. strike. That's all we're saying. Exactly. Um, and we support it. Yes. And just because you have ever been on a TV screen does not mean that you're immediately wealthy and rich and elite. Kim and I are um, evidence of that. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> so I opposites of that. Uh, quick sidebar. Shockingly, people that I love very much and know and respect me, uh, I did have to explain to them also that um, no, this is not a bunch of millionaires on strike. Yeah, it's, um, I mean that makes sense. I guess anyone outside of Hollywood would think that it's like famous actors on strike who who are going to the picket lines and supporting, which is yeah. great. And I guess that's a lot of what's being seen. But like, yeah, a really fun fact is that the only way to get health insurance through the union is to make twenty six thousand dollars in a year mm-hmm. from working mm-hmm. within the union, and mm-hmm. only eighty seven or no eighty seven percent of SAG actors do not qualify. Do not qualify. So, yeah, you know, do that. Seven percent of SAG people aren't even making twenty six thousand dollars a year. So, yeah, exactly. I think that's um, a lot. And I'm sure you guys saw the viral TikTok that was uh, one of the lead actresses from Orange Is the New Black, completely decimating all of these arguments and uh, showing what her residuals are and the fact that these extremely famous actresses had to have day jobs as bartenders while on one of the most popular shows, the show that actually put Netflix on the fucking map and they couldn't afford cabs to set. So anyway, back to this movie. (laughs) (laughs) So he wants to tear this place down or turn it into a moneymaker of some kind. And we get a little bit of backstory where the gist is that like this was part of the Lance Hayward estate, but Lance Hayward has been missing. But the missing. Yeah. But like Uh-oh. the but they couldn't like liquidate his assets because they couldn't prove that he was dead. <clears throat> right. Basically. So now wh- whoever's name it was in, it's now defaulted. And so now they can kind of swoop in and get it like blah, 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 something like that. OK, so this guy is let through the gate by the skipper. He's now like walking around the grounds, which are extensive. There appears to be like a significant amount of like woods around this house, which will be relevant later. Um, and he kind of goes over to like a tennis court and he's just like tossing a tennis ball just kind of killing time and then a dog runs up and grabs the tennis ball from him and he's like want to play fetch and the dog's like deuces and pieces out and he's like okay bye Um, okay so he walks off just kind of strolling around we see that this whole time he has been followed by someone in the foliage in the bushes that he doesn't see but we kind of see like a hand peeking through the bushes and Mm -hmm. rustling and things like that and he's wonking and bonk on the head he's bonked he's bonked by someone who appears to be a figure Dressed as an old-timey gangster, you see? He appears to be in the mafia in the 1930s with a fedora and some galoshes, you see? Actually, I think they're called spats, where shoes are kind of white and black, uh, you All see? Right. I was like, aren't galoshes rain boots? They are. <laughs> I think I meant spats. <laughs> <laughs> I was following along with your whole description, and I was like, oh, he's like... <laughs> yeah. 1930s gangster in big, giant rain boots. Uh, yeah, Got exactly. <laughs> 
Um, okay, so the movie doesn't take place in the 30s. It doesn't. It takes place in the pre- in the present 89s. day of 1989. Uh, but again, it's so dark that I really had to p- pull some details out of the mist. Like, when was the car made that he's driving? Because I couldn't really see a ton of wardrobe up to this point. But now it's clear. 1989. But this guy that just bonked our dude is definitely dressed in like 1930s attire for sure. We then cut to this old timey gangster person. We're never seeing him in full. We're seeing like his gloves and his fedora and that, but never like a full body of him. But we see that he's tying a wire around a tree and securing it. And then he's hitching the wire to the bumper of the dude's car and securing it. And then we see that the dude is between the two. Oh, no. And 1930s gangster man gets into the car and pulls him apart. (laughs) Oh, shit. His body comes completely in half. Intestines and guts spilling every which way. Uh, I think I'd like to die that way. Kim, I was literally just thinking how awful that would be. That doesn't sound fun at all. Because there would be that split second where you're like trying to hold yourself together and you feel yourself ripping apart. Yeah, there's got to be a moment where you're still alive and conscious of like your body being ripped in half and feeling. Oh, this guy was like fully conscious for long enough to like see his legs drive away. For sure. Ah, hate it. It sucked. Um, but also, I'm not going to say that. Never mind. Uh, Do you see Ron Perlman's video? No. Don't fuck with Ron Perlman, man. Uh, <laughs> about he, the Sons of Anarchy after you? Uh, yeah. He got on TikTok and he was like, to whoever said that they're waiting for the writers and actors to lose their houses and starve. And he goes, and we do know who it is. We also know where he lives. And all I'm going to say is, there's a lot of ways to lose your house. And that kind of shit invites a lot of karma. (laughs) It was real scary, but like also like pretty hot. Right. Um, And true. So, um, Wow. Pulled in half. Perlman. Okay. Ooh, yeah. Um, Daddy anarchy. Yeah. So the skipper is like, you know, it's a big property. So like he doesn't, can't really place the screaming of, of someone being pulled apart. So he's just like, who goes there? You know? But then another car drives up. And it's someone by the name of Michael who says he's supposed to meet Walsh there. I can only assume that Walsh is the man that was just pulled apart. And um, this guy is also wanting to make money off of this property, but seems to be a little bit more personable than the first guy. And this is where we get all of that information about, like, he's been trying to declare this actor dead so that they could liquidate his assets, um, blah, blah, blah. They defaulted, yada, yada. Now we can take it. 
And uh, he makes a disparaging remark about Lance Hayward, kind of referring to him as like, oh, a would-be movie star. And the skipper is like, he's one of the greatest stars to ever live. He's like, did you ever see the lady in the gangster? He played the heavy. Dandy Dan Hardedge. <laughs> Which Dandy Dan Hardedge. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's my new porn name. He always wore white spats. And that's how I said, ah, not galoshes, spats. Uh, in this one scene, he strung up a guy to a tree and then pulled him apart with his car. Uh-oh, Dandy Dan. Dandy Dan Hardage. Um, and Michael is like, shut up, you skipper. I don't have time for this. Take the night off. And the skipper's like, really? You mean it? I don't, they don't talk like they're in the 1930s. I know. This is, 19- this is why I'm having trouble understanding I the under, year of the I movie. I get it. I get it. I know. <laughs> it continues to be told to it me does. like I'm blowing this popsicle stand. It's, See? It's, <laughs> it's, it's, it's and I'm it. <laughs> I don't appear to be able to let it go, so <laughs> bear with me. <laughs> well, it sounds like you're just like good old. Larry Hayward, or whatever the fuck his name is, because he can't get out of character. Lance Hayward. Um, Well, his friends call him Larry. Yeah, sure. So, uh, Michael. So he sends Skipper off. He's like, take the night off, man. And then he hears something. And he says, Jake, Skipper, is that you? And then he's speared through the gut. Oh, goodbye. One thing I forgot to say is after Dandy Dan Hardedge pulls our Netflix executive apart, um, we see like a collage of old timey posters and stills from what we later learn is the lady and the gangster. So it's like we're seeing like this is the movie he was in and they would really be talking like this in that movie, you see? So we, we see that. So. Now that this other guy has been speared, we then see a collage of posters from another movie called Pride of the Bengal Lancers. So this is like oh, we're going through picking up the, what I'm putting the down. The movie real, yeah. Um, so there's better words for that. The the movie resume resume <clears throat> resume of Larry <coughs> Hayward. Exactly. Lair bear. Good old lair bear. So, cut to sexy naked bath time with two people in a very sudsy bathtub getting very frisky. Frisky. (laughs) I Um, love a bath. And then I just commented on like their very weird non committal kissing where it just like. They pretended they they <laughs> implied kissing without like they, really um, following through <clears throat> on their objective. Jonah Hill and uh, Lauren, what's her face, kissed. Oh, I don't. Did what, you hear about that? No, it's a movie that like came out recently, and it's like uh, Laura London, Lauren Lauren London. Okay, and Jonah Hill are like in that movie where they're dating because like he's Jewish and she's black, and their families and oh I didn't yeah yeah watch yeah, it, but yeah, there's apparently like. Like, you can tell that their kiss is, like, CGI'd. 
or something. Like, and it's like what? they like go, they like move close together, and then like CGI takes over the rest or something. What a fucking weirdo! <laughs> that I, I don't. Like, I haven't Googled any of sure, this, so sure. all of these could be hearsay. Yeah. It's hearsay from somebody, and I just <clears throat> took it and laughed and moved on with my life. But yeah. now that I'm telling other people, I'm like, maybe Google it, though. Well, but I, I'm pretty sure there's, like, YouTube videos or something of it, like, from, like, behind the scenes or something where you can see them, like, interesting. stop. This was less CGI kiss and more... <laughs> Like, well, yeah, they didn't have the CGI. They didn't have in the 1989. CGI. Yeah. Otherwise, they would have. Yeah, this was more like if you picture two middle school students who were just cast in a play where they were instructed to kiss each other, but had never kissed anyone in real oh, life. Oh, yeah, that's what it looked like. But that's not what these two were supposed to be right. vibing. Yeah, because it's Fritzky. Fritzky bath time. So they're in the tub then we go into the living room and there's two other girls in there one is named Lorreen and one is named not Lorreen until I realized her name was Kathy so it's Kathy and Lorreen and the doorbell rings they appear to be like waiting for dates a guy comes to the door this is where captions seem to be as confused as I because Kathy opens the door and she says Mark and he says, no, Chip. And she says, weren't you supposed to bring Mark? And then he's like, he couldn't come. But then Chip doesn't appear to know who they are or where he is. So I'm unclear about how Chip got mixed into this equation at all. But here he is. Here's Chip. Maybe no Mark. Mark was supposed to bring Chip. And then Mark couldn't make it anymore, but Chip still showed up. That so Chip was like, I'm here. That no one knows me. I was the bring along, but now I'm now the I'm the main I'm event. The last man standing. <laughs> yeah. I think that's, you know what? That actually sounds like maybe what happened. So, I mean, it's a weird roundabout situation <laughs> that didn't need to happen. I mean, I don't know. I haven't to... seen the movie, but. I no, no, assume. no. It didn't. <laughs> it didn't. So, wait, who was in the bathtub? Two people whose names we don't have yet. A couple. Okay. And then so and we left met, them and we're, we're on. To we left else. them and okay. now we're in the living room. Uh, Chip sits next to Kathy and they're eating popcorn or whatever. <laughs> and then he's got glasses. So that's how we know he's a dork. Dork. 1989. Glasses. He's dork. A dork. And he says, do you like computers? <laughs> I mean, he doesn't really say it like that, but like that's what they wanted us to think he sounded like. Uh-huh. And Kathy just straight up looks at him and goes, "Excuse me," and gets up. <laughs> and I was like, "Oh, poor Chipperoo." So it's real awkward. Now we're back at sexy bath time, and we just see more sexy bath time of sort of non-committal movements. Uh, back with Kathy and Lorene and Chip. And Kathy says to Lorene, "Hey, it's six o'clock. Turn on the six o'clock news." And a reporter is there reporting about Hayward Hills, the old Lance Hayward estate, which is now been it's now up for auction. It's this is news. It's going to be bought and turned into a moneymaker, <laughs> something like that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Got it. Yep. So <laughs> Kathy 
starts bonding with Chip over this because it turns out they're both huge Lance Hayward fans. Oh my gosh, we do have something in common. Yeah. Also, who invites someone over for a date and then is like, put on the news? Well, to be fair, it appears that they're waiting on old bathtub couple. We're just waiting for... It appears so. Because they keep being like, get out of there, you two! That kind of thing. Oh, okay. I thought this was the date. Kim, I don't know what these fucking assholes are doing, okay? I don't know who's going and who's coming and who's in the bathtub. And, and who's, who's from the 1930s. And who's from the 1930s. Spoiler you know. alert. It's none of them. <laughs> it's none of them. But you wouldn't know it. <laughs> yeah. So they bond over this. Cut to two other totally separate people. Two Bikers, 1980s bikers. They've got long hair and wear leather and stuff. And they're hanging out on the hood of a car, drinking like the real hooligans they are. And they are also sort of listening to the news on the radio of their car. And his name is Angel, and he's being a real dick. And he won't give his girl Jill a swig from the bottle because he says he's bigger than her and it takes him more to get drunk. He's being an asshole. Um, so then they like start fighting about it and they say up yours to each other for 12 straight hours. <laughs> um, Jill, you can do better. Yeah. Which turns into a makeout session. Oh, that was, yeah. A little fighty, fighty, sexy, sexy, fighty, fighty, sexy, <laughs> sexy. Yeah. So is that what you and Eric call it all the time? Yep. (laughs) That's our foreplay (laughs) telling each other how annoyed we are with the other. (laughs) (laughs) Why do you breathe so loud? (laughs) (laughs) Why do you breathe so loud? (laughs) Anyway. Wow. Uh, I look forward to the day. <laughs> oh my god, it's so fun. Uh, <laughs> what, did I, what did I? I tried to. I, what did I say to him de- today? I tr- I was trying to do like some dumb. I can't believe I'm going to explain it, but I'm going to explain it. Uh, we talk like our cats. We talk as our cats. Mm-hmm. And Eric has a really deep voice in the morning, which is like wild because he's got like a very bright, not high voice, but like it's a very bright voice. And so in the morning, he's very like, hello, like it's so deep. And so he said something as Hatter and I went, Hatter, why is your voice so deep? And he goes, that wasn't Hatter. It was <laughs> <laughs> that wasn't Hatter. It was me. It's because I just woke up and I was like, <laughs> Did you fucking think that I thought it was actually Hatter talking? <laughs> I got so mad at him. I got so pissed. And I was like, have you ever fucking taken improv in your fucking life? <laughs> I'm so mad. Do you even know what yes and means? <laughs> His joke, I go, have you ever taken improv in your fucking life? And he goes, no, and... <laughs> That's what we fight about. I'm so hot. Guys, I'm sweating. Me too. Um, So they're fighting. But they're also hearing on the radio 
about the Hayward estate. They realize they're like parked right outside the Hayward estate. And so they're like, hey, we should go there. Word. And we also hear like a little bit more of the news. So we hear what did happen to one of the 30s most prominent film stars. He made one last film in the 50s and then disappeared, only to reappear in 1958 to sell the rights to all his movies to TV and then disappeared again. So he's been gone. <laughs> uh, now we're back with old Sudzaroo and Chippy Chip. Uh, we're in the house with Chip and, and Kathy and Loreen and our Sudsy people are still in the bathtub. And Kathy appears to be waiting for someone named Todd. So I don't know where Mark would have fit into this equation because there <laughs> would have been a third wheel because Kathy is waiting for Mark and um, Todd. Todd. Mark is, Mark knows, yeah. Was Todd. supposed to be Chip. Or yes. maybe Mark was supposed to come and he was like, I can't come. Hey, friend Chip, go on this date for me. That is awful. So he just showed up for Kathy? Yeah, I did do that to Kim one time in college where I was like, I'm supposed to babysit these kids. Can you go? <laughs> <laughs> That's different, I think. Is it? Well, I think maybe it's worse. <laughs> Possibly worse. Um, <laughs> yeah, they're like, oh, this stranger is going to watch my children? Uh, yeah. Oddly enough, the person for whom Kim was babysitting was named Mark. <laughs> Mark. Yeah. So he's going to be old if he was like a star in the 30s. If right. you could just go ahead and put a pin in that thought, that would be great. And a crystal as well. Because you're right. He'd be about 90. That's what I was thinking. Yeah. So bathroom guy comes out. His name is not Drake like I thought. It was Greg. Uh but, you know, the captions and I were doing our best. Um, and he's yelling for the girl, Sherry, we're get out of there. No one seems to know Chip. Kathy says, Kathy says to everyone, she's like, let's go to Hayward House since it won't be there tomorrow. They're going to, you know, knock it down. I was like, they're going to demo this fucking estate tomorrow? in one day tomorrow? Yeah, I thought it was on auction. Yeah, but... How do you know what the auction people are going to do with it? Yeah, it's going to be demoed. And so she says, let's go. Question one, what do you do? What do they do? I'm in. Let's go. Hand in hand. I mean, probably a bad idea, but, like, <laughs> if I were to be honest. I, I mean, that's that was... Yeah, like, ding <laughs> for them. Like but, like, we would 100% do that. Like, <laughs> yeah. I couldn't even say that I wouldn't do that. You wouldn't believe me if I said no. Uh, yeah. So... They go to the door. Todd finally shows up, and Kathy's like, turn around. You're driving us to the Hayward estate. Todd. Cut to oh. them. Oh. Sorry. Kim just a lot of ding -dongs. bangs me in the head. A lot of ding-dongs. <laughs> Title of Kim's college memoir. Ding-dongs. It's a slang term for penises. So I was making some sort of oh. comment about how you had a lot of penises. I not, was thinking not it the was tasty a ding -dong. cake. <laughs> not was, the tasty cake treat. No, I was thinking it meant like stupid. Like you're a ding-dong. No. <laughs> no. Hey, ding-dong. <laughs> no, I was talking I was like, oh, no, did I have like a lot of stupid people in my college years? <laughs> Me. <laughs> I was prevalent in kids' college life. 
No, ding-dongs, like my old ding-dong, you see? Oh, um, no. So we're in the van. Um, you know, it's 1989, so there's kind of like some casual sexual assault in the back. Sure. Uh, you know how it goes. Some pranks to be had. Yeah, because Greg <laughs> is kissing Sherry, but then Lorraine is like, hey, whose hand am I is on my butt and Greg's like you sat there like so he's literally like feeling a girl's butt while making out with Sherry Sherry has zero agency and doesn't care at all and I was like oh 1989 so Kathy's directing them where to go cut to the house and our bikers the bikers get up to the house it's all locked up question two what do you do what do the bikers do like what part is locked? What are what are where are we at? The it, the entirety of the structure of the home itself. So they but I meant like through, the front door. Yeah, they made it through like the gate house okay. and like you know all that stuff. But they're like at the house and it's it's all locked up. I bet they uh, check the windows, maybe even break a window, mm-hmm. and um, I'll check the windows, but I won't break. I don't know. It depends how much I've drank. <laughs> yeah, I mean, because I even said that. I was like, if they're demoing it tomorrow, like, I'm like, probably going to break a window. Yeah. Um, so we'd both be dead. Um, <laughs> <laughs> cut to the bikers breaking a window to get in. And they get in, and there's, like, a Greek statue. You know, this guy was super rich. So, like, there's a Greek statue who's naked, so he feels her stone boobs, you know. Sure. Um, and his girlfriend, Jill, gets jealous of the stone. Sure. Uh, and they, they, they're fall down drunk. Do you recall how difficult it is to play drunk? And how oh, sometimes no. not even the best actors know how to play drunk? Yes. Yeah. That's all I'll say. I do remember when we were filming, I probably already talked about this, but hmm. when we were filming The Three Extremes, Eric came in late to set one day or like whatever. He was like busy in the morning and like came in the middle of filming pretty much. Mm -hmm. And he like asked like, wait, is Kim really drunk? And I was like, 100% sober. I don't remember that. I was like, greatest compliment of life. Thank you so much. That's a huge compliment. That's that's a great compliment. Because I mean, it was like our own thing. So I very easily could have just taken a bunch of shots. (laughs) Totally. Yeah. (laughs) And it would have been fine. But like it really was stone cold sober. Yeah. Oh, that was fun. Um, we should make another comedy just for fun. Okay. Just do something just funny. for shits and giggles. Yeah. So all of the furniture is, you know, covered in sheets. And it definitely, it, it doesn't look lived in, but it doesn't look so, so abandoned. You know what I mean? Like there's still furniture in there. There's sheets over it, that kind of thing. Um, and they go into the dining room. And there is, in fact, a freshly eaten off plate. Like, there's food still there. Mm-hmm. And a bottle of wine. Question oh. three, what do you do? What does Angel do? So I somebody think, was clearly there. The food is still, like, warm. I think they drink the wine. And I think do? I'm like, oh, shit. Someone's here. We gotta get out of here. Sorry for the sirens, guys. I'm not really going to be able to edit that out because I just heard them and I already dinged the bell. Also, if it sounds really loud right now, I don't have my sound blanket up because it's too hot. So, sorry. Um, Double ding. 
Angel <laughs> drinks the wine. And he still won't give it up to her. And they start drunkenly wrestling about it, about the wine. So they don't seem concerned that there's clearly been a person there very recently. Cut to the van of our kids pulling up. And they're walking through the brush to the house. Remember I said it's like a pretty big property. So like there's appears to be like a pretty extensive amount of like woods. Um, And we see Fedora Man Mm. stalking them. Uh Uh-oh. Watch out, guys. Kathy. I don't know why I said that out of the side of my mouth. I was like, watch out, guys. guys." (laughs) (laughs) Well, you didn't want to alert the Fedora Man that you were on to him. right there. (laughs) Um, Also, like, since when could I even do that? Look at my mouth. Wait, now. Now I can't. Now you can't. It's because it's no, that mirrored. I was going to tell you to add it to your resume, but maybe practice it a little bit more. <laughs> it's because you know. of the mirror. <laughs> the video isn't mirrored, so I'm really having a hard time. Try it. <laughs> <laughs> now you just look like you have Bell's palsy. <laughs> okay. Join our Patreon, guys. Uh, so... <laughs> Kathy thinks she hears something and she's freaked out and Greg is like there's nothing there and this was where we get like a pretty good shot of the whole figure and this whole time I was like okay so it's Lance Hayward killing people but yeah. this motherfucker does not move like a 90-year-old man. So I was like, I guess I'm wrong. I guess this is... Like, he was moving like a spry little sprite. And so then I was or like... the uh, ghost of Lance Hayward. Maybe the ghost of him. Uh, so stalking them through the property, Kathy says, I saw it again. And Todd asks, are you sure? And she says, yes, I'm sure. Yes, Todd. Todd. I'm sure. Question four, what do you do? What do the guys do? So Kathy's now heard something and saw something twice. What do you do? What do they do? I think that they split up somehow. Maybe half some people go to investigate. Okay, what do you do? I am like, I don't want to get arrested. Let's go home. Point for you. They completely disregard what she said, as if she said zero words, and they say, come on, let's go. (laughs) Kathy is now holding Todd's hand. So Kathy and Todd are together, and then she says, I saw it again. So this is three fucking times that she said I saw something. And Todd says, do you want to go back? Then Sherry sees it. Sherry's like, I saw something too. So question five, what do you do? What do they do? We got to go. We don't want to get arrested. Me. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. They again ignore it and keep moving forward. (laughs) Um, but Greg is a super dick in this moment do you remember how we know that Chip's a dork because he's wearing glasses yeah Um, do you know what the 
sickest burn in the 1980s was Your to mom? someone. <laughs> to someone wearing glasses. Oh. Uh, four eyes. Four eyes. Join our Patreon to see that I gave Kim that answer with sign language. <laughs> so he says... Your mom. <laughs> yeah. He says, uh, hey, four eyes, did you see anything? And Chip says, no. And he's like, see, if four eyes didn't see anything, there's nothing there. And I wrote, isn't he the least likely to have seen something? <laughs> yeah, he has the worst eyesight. He has the worst eyesight. Um... Greg is bathtub guy? Yeah, Greg's bathtub guy. I thought his name was Drake until like the last four minutes of the movie. It's Greg. <laughs> um, so we, we then see, they don't see, we then see that dog again in the woods. So they keep going. Now Lorene says she heard something. And this time an old drunk pops out of the woods. And he's an old drunk because he's carrying a, a bottle of liquor and acting with a capital A drunk. Mm-hmm. Eric, Eric would not have been confused as to whether or not <laughs> he was truly sober or not. <laughs> um, and he's like, name's Captain Ned. And he says, are you here for the show? It started early tonight. And they're like, What? And he's like, lots of blood tonight. If you leave now, you'll miss the best part. And Lorene is like, we'll take our chances. And she says it just like that. And he says, you don't want to end up like those other two. Kidneys and intestines everywhere. The other just stood there and wiggled like a marlin on a harpoon. Okay, bye. (laughs) (laughs) Question six. What do you do? What do they do? (laughs) This is... Um, an no. old drunk just told you that he just saw an old drink. An old drunk just told you that he saw so much blood and guts tonight. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, thank you. Time to yeah. go home. Mm-hmm. They ignore it and keep going. You're going to get a million points today. <laughs> So they walk off and he kind of goes into like, it almost looks like, um, it's unclear. It's, it's a, a ruin, kind of a ruiny part of the house perhaps. Um, meaning like there's only two walls kind of thing, but it's sort of, I don't know. So he yells on with the show and the kids keep going. We see the dog again and then we sit with the cap. Captain Ned, drunk Captain Ned. And he sit, sits down next to an abandoned hearth and there's an oil lamp in it keeping him warm. And then out of his drunk bag, he pulls a, what the caption said, he said was a Critics' Choice Award. It did look like an award. It did not look like an award I saw. And it certainly didn't look like an Oscar which is what he is referenced immediately after. So here's what happens. Drunk guy says, Critics' Choice Award, 1939. It'll make a great ashtray. It doesn't. It's, it's, it's a statue, Kim. I don't know. <laughs> like, they More didn't like give ash. Right, exactly. 
then we hear kind of like a, a voice that uh, sounds like it's in someone's head, like it's someone's, what am I saying? It's someone's inner monologue. That's what I mean. And this is where he refers to it as an Oscar. We hear someone's inner monologue say, I should have gotten that Oscar that year. And ashtray, you drunken pig. So we can only assume that that's Lance. But I was like, that doesn't look like an Oscar. To which I say to the prop department, I'm like, guys, they sell those things on Hollywood Boulevard. <laughs> World's best dad that looks like an Oscar. You can just get one of those, man. We now see that collage again of another movie and this one is a real swashbuckling movie we've got some pirates and some swashbuckling and somebody with a hook and then a swashbuckler comes in and hooks the old drunk in the head oh no the show is you now you're the show our kids come up to the house break another window I guess they're inside the house, and they're loudly shushing each other. Chip's bringing up the caboose, flashlighting around. Kathy is in awe. Sherry, because it's a, I mean, it's a beautiful estate. Sherry is like, it's filthy. And Kathy says, oh, but imagine the parties, the stars, the glamour. And she says, Todd, what do you think? And he says, it could use some paint and flowers. And I'm like, guys, just can you have a vision? Like, can you see what she's talking about? I understand that it's in disrepair, but just imagine it with a coat of paint, everybody. Um, And she says, don't you think it's romantic? And Todd's not picking up the hint. Drake, Greg, (laughs) then then finds a portrait of Lance. Greg obviously calls him the F word. And Chip is, yeah, it's 1989. And uh, Chip is like, actually, he was quite the ladies' man, but never married. He doesn't talk like that, but that's what we're supposed to think of him, because he's wearing glasses. So Chip says he's never married. They then find an old hook, hook. Like Captain Hook Hook. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And Chip and Kathy, you know, because they're the two fans, start arguing about, you know, which of his films was the best. And we see that there's someone watching through the curtains, mayhaps. They then find a bunch of his old costumes. And not just his costumes, because I seriously doubt he was playing a harem girl in the 1930s. But there's, like, literally costumes from, like, all of his films there. And uh, Chip is like, this stuff belongs in a museum. And they're like, should we grab some and try to sell it? Um, save it from the wrecking ball? And, you know, blah, blah, blah. The the wrecking ball! That song fucking slaps. So good. Um, So Sherry decides to go try on a harem costume. She starts dancing up on Todd. And I'm like, stick to your lane, lady. Todd is taken by Kathy. And then Greg says, hey, save some room for me. And he fucking wiggles his way in there yeah he felt the same way you and todd uh, exactly exactly me and me, me and same. me and greg are like greg this. i mean yeah. yeah greg then spills beer on his own 
crotch and they start <laughs> making fun of him like <laughs> you look like you peed your pants and he gets real like big mad about it and like storms out of the room like they just like as if they just told him a yo mama joke or something I mean <laughs> like they eviscerated him so easily so Greg then goes into the room with the portrait and like sits in a chair huff under the portrait question seven what do you do what is dear old Gregory what does dear old Gregory do Pretend that you can't take a joke and you're actually mad at me for making fun of you for spilling beer on your crotch. He is going to, he's figuring out a way to get back at them. Okay. Maybe. I am going to just go back in with my friends. Who gives a fuck? Point for you. Take a fucking joke, asshole. Greg would be the first one to laugh at somebody else who looked like they peed their pants. That's all I'm saying. He can dish it, but he can't take it. Take it. Can't take it. Take it. <laughs> it didn't sound right coming out, and then I doubled down. Anyway, I'm shot out of a cannon today, you guys. I've had a rough, I've had a rough week, and I, I think I'm feeling, I think I got a rush of endorphins the last two days. here. I'm feeling a little, I'm feeling a little <laughs> drunk on endorphins. So he says, what the hell am I doing here? And he storms out. So Greg goes outside, like he's going to fucking leave his friends. And we see Robin Hood with a bow and arrow aiming uh -oh. for dear old Gregory. Lance played Robin Hood. Look at him go. I know he played like fucking everybody. Um, Greg is shot in the leg. And so he runs and then he's shot in the back and into a chain link fence. So he's like chain link fenced uh, dead. Uh, cut to Kathy finding old photos and headshots. And they're looking through. What a handsome man. Kim's really giggling you. and I don't know if it's me. Oh, it just reminded me of last five years when you sang Kathy. Oh, <laughs> last five years. It's like my oh, favorite musical. So great. So great. <laughs> For all my <clears throat> horror slash musical nerds out there. Crossover. Yeah. I hope you like last five years. <laughs> it, don't worry. We're going to have some. We have a, some nerdy theater questions coming up real quick. Oh, fun. Yeah. Chip then finds a hidden door. And he says, I wonder where this door goes, guys. And Sherry says, hopefully the wine cellar. Uh, and then Sherry's like, I'm going to go look for Greg. And then I wrote, his name is Greg. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> uh, I'm going to go look for Greg in her harem costume. I guess so that he can come to the wine cellar, too. So now we're back with the fucking bikers. Remember these guys? Yeah, where are they? They're He's How passed out in the dining room. How have they not, not crossed paths? In, yeah, next to each other. Exactly. Uh, Jill, like, picks his pocket, pops some pills. Uh, yeah, it's intense. Then she goes out the door, and she sees Sherry in her harem costume across the way. And she's like, <gasps> and closes her eyes like this, and then opens up again, and the harem girl is gone. So, of course, she thinks it's a ghost. <laughs> so she runs over to Angel and wakes him up. She's like, Angel, I saw a ghost. I saw a ghost. 
an angel wakes up and he's like, <laughs> did she have nice sits? Oh, angel. Yeah. Oh, angel. And Jill laughs. Jill is here for, like, Jill is all about angel. And I'm like, girl, you can do, you better. Can do better. She's so fucking hot, dude. Um, actually, he's pretty, listen, I'm not into, like, that glam hair, but he's stacked. He works out not just his glamour muscles, but all <laughs> his muscles. <laughs> so then she puts her boobs in his face, and they forget about the ghost immediately. <laughs> I it was glamour muscles. <laughs> yeah, glamour. Have you never heard of guys who, like, make fun of, like, all he no. works out is his glamour muscles. It's your arm muscles. And, oh, like, your ab- like your pecs and your arms. It's, like, the stuff that. Interesting. Yeah. Sherry's looking for Greg. And in her harem costume, we then see footage of some horror movie, something, it's unclear, ghost situation. And right next to her in the room is what looks like an actual cartoon ghost. Like it with a sheet over, it looks truly... Like, someone may as well have cut eye holes into it. It looks like, like a sheet style? ghost. Birdemic style sheet ghost <laughs> standing next to her in the room. Kim, what do you do? What does she do? I'm going to uh, scream and run. And she's going to do the same hand in hand. I so wish that had been the case for her. <laughs> she stands... And the ghost pulls out a sword from under its ghost cloak and easily grabs her and slowly pushes her up against the wall and very nonchalantly chops chops her head off. All very slowly and easily escapably. (laughs) Um, I'm surprised she didn't think it was a prank. Actually, like, uh, right. as soon as I, like, as soon as you hit the bells, I was like, oh, no. She th- she was like, okay, Greg, Greg uh, you can take the sheet off. That would have been <laughs> way better. That would have been way better. Um, although I think that's what happens in Halloween, so. <laughs> yeah. So now we cut to Chip finding, like, a rubber mask, you know? And he Chip comments. Does? Yeah. Chip. and. And he comments, he's like, oh, my gosh, like, this rubber, like, from the 1930s, like, isn't deteriorated at all. Like, it's as if someone is, it's as if it's brand new. And then he says, look, look what else I found. And it is a, okay, so it's a robotic hand, all right? The hand is sitting on the table kind of like this, but from the wrist up. In sort of like an, an arm wrestling kind of position. Chip has his hand in a separate glove that's connected to this. And he says, watch this. So when he moves his hand, that hand moves mm, on the table. Cool. Uh-huh. And so Todd is like, nice to meet you. And shakes the robot hand. Chip grasps it. And Todd's like, hey, what are you? You're trying to break my hand? And Chip's like, no, I'm not. I'm just a robot. I'm so sorry. I didn't know my own robot strength. And so he says, grab something. So Todd looks around the room and he grabs a skull. Bonus question, theater dork. What does Chip quote as the hand is holding a skull? 
what does Chip quote as the hand is holding a skull? Oh, I have something, but I'm nervous that it's not it. Let me just let me just double think for a second. You will have your theater degree revoked if you go. I know that's that's why I feel so much pressure. I know. I'm calling Towson, like if you don't get this. Okay, I'm just gonna say it. to be or not to be. I'll give you that. It, it, it it's Hamlet, yes. And and to be fair, in pop culture, that's what you always see is Hamlet being like to be or not to be while he's holding a skull. It's actually the Horatio speech where he says something about like, oh, Horatio, you're dead or whatever the fuck, which maybe (laughs) later on, I think it's part of the to be or not to be. But what he says is something about Horatio. But yes, you got it. So bonus point. You still, in fact, have a degree in theater. I I felt so much pressure. I know you did. I was like, that was the first thing I thought of, but I know. Um, so now we're back with the bikers. How have they not discovered? Oh, me too. Look, mine's empty as well. (laughs) (laughs) They're holding up our skulls. Gina holes out. Tits up. To be or not to be. That is the question. I didn't even mean to do that. (sighs) Um, so now we're back with the bikers. I wrote, how have they not discovered each other? They appear to be like stumbling drunkenly down a red carpet hallway and I wrote rock music appears to follow them like every time they're on screen there's like hair metal happening but like there's no like the other group doesn't have a soundtrack Um, and I don't see them carrying a radio so I'm maybe it's just in their hearts I don't know so (laughs) back with our kids Kathy is reading uh, from an old script called Jungle Heat And she explains to them, this is when he played an elephant hunter, gross, who's looking for treasure. So now it's sort of like a safari vibe. Lorene is having girl talk with Kathy. And they're looking at Chip, who's like doing whatever the fuck he's doing. And basically, Lorene is trying to figure out if she likes Chip or not. Like if she thinks he's cool. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, she l- leans back or somebody leans back and a, and a rack of like costumes or something falls and reveals a, another secret door. So like we had a door that goes to this costume prop area. Now in that room, there's another door. And one of them says maybe his lost fortune is back there. So I guess there was a lost fortune of some kind. I guess they can, whatever. So... Sherry is like, well, let's find the others. So who are we looking for? Greg and No, Lorene. I'm sorry. Lorene is like, let's find the others. Let's find Greg and Sherry before we go into this other secret room. Chip offers to go with her. She declines. Oh, Lorene. Idiot. And tells them, but don't open it till I get back. Cut to... The bikers fucking in a bedroom. Uh, there's an oil lamp that they light. More hair metal. Um, having a grand old time. Such a grand old time. Um, their fucking is really reminiscent of that, like, fucking scene in Showgirls with Elizabeth Berkley. Like, I just feel like there's a lot of, like, extraneous movement <laughs> that isn't realistic <laughs> to sexual play. But... <laughs> I'm not trying to yuck anyone's yum. I just didn't. 
the movement didn't feel motivated is all I'm saying. <laughs> um, so cut to Lorene and Chip. Okay. Because I guess Chip did go with her. Okay. So I guess she says you don't need to come, but then Chip goes anyway. I guess that must be what happened. So they're walking upstairs and Chip comments to Loreen. He's like, you don't seem to like Greg very much. And she says, like, yeah, he's a douche, but whatever 1980s version of douche is. And then she kind of, like, pins him up against the wall. Loreen. And he's kind of like, whoa, you know, boner eyes. And she says, you seem scared of me. And he says, well, I thought you didn't like me either. And then she takes his glasses off and says, see, not so bad. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> ouch. That's really hurtful, Lorene. Also, like, what is it with people not being able... Glasses are fucking hot, dude. Like, I fucking love when Eric wears glasses. Has this bitch seen Henry Cavill with glasses? It is, like, <laughs> unreal. And Chip is an attractive dude. And honestly, I think he's too good for her. But they kiss romantically. And there's romantic music after his... She's all that moment. She's all that the one where. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So he's hot now. Cut to the bikers fucking lots of boobs, no penis. Um, and this is where I was like, this feels like the showgirls pool scene. Um, back with Lorene and Chip. Chip cannot. Lorene is too much woman for Chip. Chip cannot handle it. I the look on Chip's face. I was like. Does he have a boner right now? Like, he has no chill. <laughs> Remember and when Lorene was supposed to be going out with Mark tonight? Lorene is all over the place. She's all over the place. Good for she her. Doesn't, Live your she life, Lorene. But she doesn't know what she wants. And she's kind of rude to Chip. Listen, I'm team Chip right now. For now. So then she stops kissing him. And she's like, let's go look for them. And Chip's like, oh, Okay. He's like, um, I can't walk right now. I got to stand here for a second. <laughs> um, my <so>. eye. <laughs> I wish I had my glasses on. I would have blocked that. <laughs> so they're looking around. They go into a bedroom. The bikers. And oh. then the bikers are like, ah. And Chip and Lorraine are like, ah. And, and Chip and Lorraine run out. Ah. And the bikers run out. And they have fucking Angel put pantaloons on. But they have fucking Jill run out full tits, open bush, into the hallway. And I was like, we, and this no was dick the, and balls? This rude. was the moment to show us some dick and balls. I want full nudity. It's so rude. From both. Yeah. But also, this is where I was like, listen, Jill, also stacked. Gorgeous. And then I was like, Angel, we give you a little snip snip on your haircut. And he is, I'm picking up what he's putting down is all I'm saying. <laughs> he's not just working out his glamour muscles. He's working out the whole <laughs> shebang. Um, so, ta- uh, Chip finds Todd and Kathy. And he's like, help, help. We're being chased by a psycho killer biker couple. And they're like, where's Lorene? He's like, I don't know. Oh, like this fucking asshole just bolted on Lorene and they got Chip. Yeah, I was like, love of your life. I was fucking team Chip until this motherfucker. So 
the bikers then come in and like corner them. And he's like, is that a vault? What is that? Or whatever, you know. And the kids are like, we found the vault. You don't get to see what's inside the vault. So Angel pulls out a what? Angel is who? A the biker. biker. He pulls, he pulls out a switchblade. Heart, heart, heart. heart, heart. heart. <laughs> and that's what I wrote. <laughs> switchblade, heart, heart, heart. Uh, Cut to Loreen, who I guess has run outside. That's where she ran. And she runs into chain link fenced Greg. Oh, no. And she's like, ah! and then just kind of backs away very slowly and runs without a ton of oomph to it. And we do see that she is being stalked by a figure in some sort of safari getup. And she sees it and he's got a shotgun and she's just backing up very slowly. And then we see collage and stills from like a jungle film. And Lorene comes up, you know, up against a cliff so she can't go any further so she just continues to back up. He has her cornered. And we see that she's backing up very close to a hole with spikes coming up out of it. Like the way you would catch. <gasps> yeah. And he loads his gun. She's backing up. And then. <laughs> spiked. Ouch. That death sucks too. Yeah, because I bet you don't die right away there. Mm-mm. And I bet you're, like, stabbed through, like, weird fucking places. Yeah. Like... You're just, like, real bent in an uncomfortable way. Yeah. Like, yeah. I could move my leg a little bit the other way. If That'd only. Yeah. Uh, meanwhile, guy that got pulled apart is like, I wish I could feel... See my leg! <laughs> I wish I had a leg! <laughs> so... <laughs> cut to bikers. Kathy... Todd and Chip, they've opened the vault all together. Um, Biker girl is just in a bikini now. Um, So she put her bush away and her tits, but is still basically naked. Probably one of the bikers pulls out a cigarette. And Kathy is like, no, don't smoke that. All of these reels, so we see that the whole room is old film reels, are nitrate prints. They'll explode in an enclosed ice. Yay, yay. Do you recall when I told you about that zombie movie where we learned that like projector rooms are steel so that if a fire started. So these were very. Night of the Comet. Night of the Comet. Thank you. So these were very explodey materials back then. And they stopped making them on this because they were very explodey. And Angel is like, I don't know. Angel says that's why they don't show him anymore. I don't know. He's being a smart ass or something. Kathy says he must have kept them for sentimental reasons. And the bikers are like, who lived here? And Kathy starts going on about like who Lance Hayward is. Like they know that this was like a famous person, but like if they didn't know who Lance Hayward was. So she starts going off about Lance Hayward and Angel's like, never heard of him. And then we have another sick burn. (laughs) 
where Kathy says, probably wouldn't have known him unless he was on MTV. <laughs> Burn. Burn. And Angel felt burned because he <laughs> says, fuck you, bitch. Whoa. Like, That's a harsh response for an I'm MTV like, joke. MTV yeah, I'm like, was cool anyway. MTV was awesome. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, maybe. I would know him if he was on MTV. Good, Great observation. Mm-hmm. <laughs> totally. Um, but he's very upset, I guess. So how do you think we know who Carson Daly is? Exactly. So he says, fuck you, bitch, which is just too much for Todd to take. So Todd clocks him and he oh. f- falls into the reels. Now, Todd, I'm, I'm, I'm putting my money down on Angel, right? Because he works out more than his glamour muscles. But apparently so does Todd. Oh, Todd. Because I would have lost all my moolah in this bet. Because Todd absolutely whoops his ass. And gets him, like, backed up onto a table and says, something to clean the scum away. And it appears to be, I don't know, probably some, like, cleaning solution for nitrate reels. I don't know what it is. But it appears to be some chemical that he's, like, threatening to pour on Angel's head. So question 10, what do you say? What does Angel say? Um, Is it a sick burn or is it just a normal thing? Mm, I'm not telling. <laughs> he says something to clean the what? Scum away. Like referring to him like he's scum. Okay. I don't think either of us do this, but <laughs> but I'm going to say it anyway. <laughs> well, one thing I was thinking for him, but I don't think Angel would do this. Be like, well, you better pour it on yourself because the only scum I see here is you. <laughs> Pack it up, guys. That was the, that was fantastic, and and <laughs> and the podcast here that was great. Um, but I don't I don't think Angel would say that. So okay, but Whoa. that's what you would say. That's the sick. Why did I ghost feel like there was bug? a cat next to me? Cat. <laughs> Maybe it's a ghost cat. Ghost cat. <laughs> uh, so um, you think Angel has a sick burn? No, I think he's like just. Uh, I think he's just like, fuck you, like, fuck, 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 fuckity, you're an asshole, you know? Okay. Man. Okay. <laughs> and I am like, bro, I'm sorry. Let's just fucking cool our jets, okay? <laughs> <laughs> Point for you. And actually, that's what Angel does, too. That's Angel shocking. Knows, Angel knows when he's been bested. And what he says is, okay, okay, we'll leave. So he says, we'll leave the house. We're out of here. You guys win the The real party. The real party, yeah. So Todd lets him up. But we see, like, you know, things have been knocked out of place in the room. And we see that there's, like, a stray many dollar bill on the floor. I couldn't really tell what denomination it was. But I think we're meant to (laughs) think that it's... I think we're meant to think it's more than more than one up in the 50 above 50 and above, you know, it didn't have good old GW on it. It didn't. No. And it looked like something that should be tantalizing. Like maybe there's more where this came from kind of money. Oh, right. The hidden or lost fortune. Yeah. So 
So now Todd, Chip, and Kathy go looking for the others. So they go looking for Sherry, Greg, and now Lorreen. So just a reminder, Greg got chain link fenced. Sherry got her head chopped off by a ghost. And Lorreen fell into a spike pit. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, so they're outside looking. I don't know where the bikers went. They're not around anymore. So maybe they really did leave. I'm not sure. Chip then finds Lorene's bracelet. And behind him, Kathy and Todd are standing behind that same chain link fence, but I guess in a different Place, or maybe it mm-hmm. is where Greg was and somebody moved Greg's body. It's unclear, but they're there to sort of like shh and startle him and ah, scared. <laughs> pranks. That's cr- pranks. Yeah. So, um, these three now all go to the van to be like, maybe they, maybe they're, it went to the van. They're not there. Kathy. Wants to go back to the house one more time to look for them. And to be fair, I mean, these fucking bikers and our kids didn't even fucking cross paths in that house. So I guess there are, you know, maybe there are other places that they could look. And Chip is like, maybe they started walking because like Todd had the keys. And so he's like, maybe they started walking. Todd's like, let's go down the street and see And Kathy is like, no, we have no idea what those bikers could have done to them. So she's thinking, like, maybe... Oh, the bikers got to them. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Could have done to them in the house. Question 11, what do you do? What do they do? I think they go back into the house. Okay. To keep looking. Okay. I am going to... Ah, this is a tough one. I am going to... Like, I know I should leave, but I also don't want to leave my friends. Yeah. How good are these friends, really, though, you know? <laughs> well, I was thinking it was you, but all right, fine. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> there. I thought I was with you. These guys just all have their own, like, douchey vibe, so I'm not relating to them. <laughs> <laughs> but fair. Yeah. Uh... Yeah, maybe we just uh, roll out and see if they walked home. Fantastic choice. Leave my ass there. (laughs) If not, we'll figure it out later. (laughs) Yeah. The boys take this opportunity to tell Kathy that she is being crazy. uh, But they eventually agree to go back inside. So let's not miss an opportunity to tell a woman that she's crazy. But also, let's listen to her and pretend it was our idea. (laughs) 80s 2020s (laughs) back with the bikers who they're they're just outside somewhere else and angel's all butt hurt because he got his butt kicked by fucking preppy todd i'm sure he also didn't like that because he's like biker dude and todd's very yeah that's not good for his persona no all of a sudden, oh, I guess they're in that bed. They're not outside. Again, it's so dark, Kim. 
Uh, they're in that bedroom where they were fucking because I guess they had to put the rest of their clothes on. Oh, they had to get their clothes. Oh, right, because she's been in a bikini. <laughs> she's been in a bikini the whole time, yeah. So they're in the bedroom. Jill's trying to console him for getting his ass absolutely handed to him. When Zorro comes in. Zorro? Lance. He was totally prolific. Lair Bear, you deserve an Oscar. I can't believe you played all of these Truly. Roles. Yeah. So he's, you know, got the black mask and everything and uh, old old footage of his Zorro brr, brr, movie. Brr. And uh, the bikers are like, who are you playing dress up? Like they think it's one of the kids in his right. who's he what. And he's like, what do you think? This is Halloween. And Jill is actually kind of like, uh, I don't, I'm scared. I'm kind of scared. And Angel is like, fuck this guy. And Zorro very slowly whips out his sword and just very lightly and slowly scratches an X into um, Angel's <laughs> chest, <laughs> which Angel, I mean, kind of just lets him do. Like, I was like, bro, you are a mouse of a man. Like, your muscles are absolutely not accurate for what you are bringing to any fight that you find yourself in. Scratches an X into his chest. And I was like, is he dead? Like, it just, I mean, it literally looked like it, not even as deep as a tattoo. But <laughs> he crumples to the ground. And oh. Jill, yeah, yeah. Jill is scared. Oh, no, I already said that. Jill, she's smart. She takes a sheet from the bed and throws it over his head. And he's like, whoop, 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 whoop. I'm lost in the sheet. Oh, that's a great staying alive tactic. I love it. So, so great. Throw a blanket. And so she runs out of the room. But Kim, she's a girl in an 80s movie. So what do you think happens? Trips and falls. She trips and falls. Um, he comes up behind her, swipes at her. And she stands and falls down one trillion and two stairs for 12 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> and is at the bottom, like, twitchy, dead. Oh. You know, eyes open, twitchy, that kind of dead. Okay. Cut to Kathy, Todd, and Chip just calling for Lorene and Greg and Sherry through the house. They're inside again. Lorene! Greg! Sherry! Cut to Chip by himself. They've split up inexplicably. And he goes into a room and then leaves. But we see that, like, somebody quickly, like, hid a hand in a basket. You know. Hid a hand? That's what I... I <laughs> in what I basket. said. That's what I said. <laughs> that's what I said. That's what happened. Okay. <laughs> and um, Chip missed it. And... Um, they can't find Kathy. They come back together again. So, I mean, they can't find anybody. Kathy then suggests that they do something. What does she suggest they do? Split up. What do you suggest they do? Get the fuck out of here all together, holding each other's dicks. <laughs> Hold those dicks. She suggests they split up because there's so many rooms in this place, which, to be fair, there are. Uh, we then see that they're in the dining room. Remember the dining room where there was food and wine? And Chip says, look, someone has just 
eaten here. And remember, the bikers asked us if it was us that ate, which maybe, but like I didn't hear them say that. But I guess they were like, were you guys the one eating it? Right. And they weren't. and, And obviously the bikers weren't. So then Chip says, that means someone else is in the house. And he lifts up the butler lid, you know, where it's like a silver dome over yeah. a plate. And what do you think's underneath? A head? Whose? The security guard? Skipper? No. no. Uh, cu- Too late. It's Sherry. Remember, Sherry. He, the, ghost, the ghost chopped off her head. Oh. So they're all there. They're all like, ah! cut to them running through the house. You didn't want me to just keep guessing every character that I didn't. <laughs> I didn't. Sherry was going to be pretty far down the bottom of my pretty list. Pretty far down <laughs> You're like Chip. <laughs> no, he's talking. He's the one that lifted the thing. Yeah. <laughs> um, cut to them running through the house, away, scared. But the music sounded like. What did it remind me of? It definitely didn't remind me of people running for their lives. It sounded more like the running hijinks of, say, Weekend at Bernie's <laughs> was more what this music evoked for me. Um, yeah. But they're this scared. This whole thing feels very Scooby-Doo to me. It's like they're the extremely, kids in the van. It's extremely Scooby-Doo. Todd is Fred. Todd is Fred. Okay. Uh, Greg is Shaggy. Sherry's Scooby. Uh, Sherry's <laughs> Scooby. She's Scooby. Uh, Kathy is Daphne. Lorene is Velma, I think. And Chip is Chip. He's a. Uh... R- little little, little baby, baby scrappy do <laughs> that's what it is uh, that's what it is yep those crazy kids uh, and I would have gotten plan. away with it too <laughs> so cut to them running through the house Scooby Doo Todd then like goes to open a door but like there's no establishing shot so like I don't know what is happening except that then his hand is lopped off by an axe. So, oh. like, he, like, goes to open a door and then is hand- handless. And is that Todd? Yeah, and then blood splatters. So we're, we're Todd, goodbye, Todd. He's dead. We then see Lancelot of the Lake movie. <laughs> brr, brr, brr. And Todd. Chip and Kathy continue to run. She falls. He (laughs) drags her away inefficiently and would have, uh, this surely would have been their demise were it not for Angel, who's come to redeem himself from getting his ass handed to him twice. And he's got a little scratch on his chest. And I wrote, Angel, who is not dead. (laughs) And he has a full-blown fight with a knight in armor. And here's, here's where I was like, Angel, where was this chutzpah when you were fighting Preppy Todd? You are now fighting a six foot four, 90 year old 
<laughs> knight in armor <laughs> with an axe and a lance. But, like, Angel's holding his own. So, like, more power to him. Cut to... So he... So Kathy and and Chip leave Angel to fight the knight alone. <laughs> and they're looking for somewhere to hide. Question 13. Where do you go? Where do they go? Do they go hide in the real room? Where do you hide? Uh, can I hide outside of this house and in the van and on my way home? You sure can. <laughs> you sure can. You can hide at home. <laughs> um, they say, let's hide in the cellar. So cut back to Angel still fighting the knight. And then the knight lifts him off the ground by his neck and snaps it with one hand Ooh. and blood comes out of um, Yowza. Angel's mouth. And this is where I remember, I'm like, is this Lance Hayward and is he 90 years old? Like, what is happening here? So cut to Chip and Kathy in the cellar by the vault. And Kathy is losing it a little bit. Kathy's like very traumatized right now. Understandably. Sure. And also understandably for the 90, for the 80s and 90s, 2000s, 2010s, 2020s, Chip yells at her to stop having emotions. <laughs> Uh, screams in her face. Uh, he then grabs a crowbar and, you know, is like, we'll lure him down here into the vault or something like that. But he's got a crowbar. He's interrupted by Angel's body being thrown down the stairs. And here comes unhelmeted 50-year-old, 90-year-old man in a suit of armor. 50-year-old, 90-year-old? <laughs> yes. Um, not a gray hair on this man's head. Full head of hair. Six foot four. Like, a formidable foe. But he now tells us he is Lance Hayward. And not Lance Hayward's ghost. No. I think you're starting to pick up why this movie may not have gotten a release. A wide release. <laughs> Because a lot of what I read was, how did a 90-year-old man do this? <laughs> this doesn't make sense. <laughs> also, why is this 90-year-old man 50 <laughs> with a full head of hair? <laughs> Maybe he had great he, jeans. Great jeans, I guess. So he backs them into the vault. And Kathy is like, why did you kill all those people? And he says, to protect what's mine. And he picks up that bill, money. And he says, and he says, this, his fortune is in the reels or something like that. And then he says, no one shall know Lance Hayward is still alive, even though he will go on living as I take on many different identities. <laughs> and I said, again, is this a supernatural situation? Are you 90? What is happening? That rubber mask. Are you putting on masks? But you don't have a mask on right now. You're 6'4". What protein are you eating and drinking? What is going <laughs> on? Then he says, maybe I'll find a way to live forever. And I said, you're clearly on Seems your way, like man. It. Yeah, you're whatever you're doing. clearly on your way. It's working. It's going great for you, dude. Kathy then grabs a bottle as he's doing his villain speech, right? Of wine, I guess. 
and breaks it over his head. And he's like, ah, 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 ah. So the kids run out of the vault. But before they leave the house, you don't need to know how they did it. What does Chip do? What do you do? Light it on fire. Hand in hand. (laughs) Yeah. So he takes some piece, a glove maybe, like a costume glove maybe, and lights it and throws it into the vault and the reels explode. Uh, As Lance is engulfed in fire, he says, you'll never escape. And I was like, is this fucking Michael Myers? Like, what is happening? So they're running out of the house. The house explodes. And I literally wrote, did they make it? Is this the end of the movie? Like, what, where, where do we go from here? I ask myself. Cut to someone all in black walking that dog we kept seeing. Yeah. And he's dressed like, he reminds me of like how he's dressed, like sort of like the priest in the exorcist where like, it's a very long robe like coat. And then he's kind of got like a wide brimmed black hat on. And I can, I think they call it a trench coat, but, but it's priestly. It looks religious in a way, if that makes sense. (laughs) Trench coat. Go Go fucking trench your coat. Um, Burn. (laughs) So what happened to the hand in the basket? I think it was um, maybe Sherry's. Or what's his? It was Todd's. That happened later. So I think it was just somebody's hand. He's killed a lot of people, Kim. I don't know what he does with all the body parts. I thought that hand in a basket was going somewhere. I thought that hand was going to attack someone somehow. I wrote it down. Didn't need it. You didn't need it. it. Yeah, you you didn't need it. It's Go ahead. Cross it off. You don't, there's not a ton of, if you're looking for like a lot of things to like tie up, uh, (laughs) not going to find him. I did write down the dog. That seems to be coming back. Yeah. So, so yeah. So we saw this dog walking around. Now we see this trenched man walking this dog. And this man, I see his face clearly. This man is not, also not 90, also not the knight. Um, but not 50. He's he's a he's a silver fox 70, I would say. Okay? And he's just he's just, Kimmy's just walking his dog. And we cut to a police squad car. The man walks his dog by the police squad car. And then we see the man kind of duck behind a house and ties the dog to a tree. The man then goes to the garage window of this house, pries it open, and climbs in. Cut to Chip bringing Kathy cake. And she, they're in the house. She's clearly traumatized from this evening or the day earlier, mm-hmm. whatever. And she says, I can't I eat. I love it. Cake. Mm-hmm. Bring cake. me cake. Thank you yeah. so much. Oh, I want some cake. Is it cake? Uh, is it cake? <laughs> I love that show. <laughs> yeah, watch it right after this. Oh, my God. Congratulations. <laughs> so this is interspliced with, like, our man in the garage. Back to Kathy and Chip. She says, it's 6 o'clock. Time to watch the news. And 
cut back to the guy who appears to have broken into the garage. Cut to Kathy watching the news. And we hear a blaze erupted last night at the actor's home. And after the fire was dealt with, nine bodies were found. One was Aaron Walsh, the former owner. One was... Two were people that were going to buy the building. Okay, so that's three. Then we had... We know that we had Sherry, Greg, Todd, Biker, Biker. That's eight. They say that they... What about um, Drunk and, Man? And Drunk Man. So that's that's nine bodies, okay? So... Who's Aaron Walsh? We don't know. It's fine. She's apparently the person who lived in his... I, I don't know. This movie had some issues, Okay. Uh, so if you notice, that's not, that's nine bodies right there. Mm -hmm. Uh, Kathy then yells to Chip and says, did you hear that? Chip comes in, turns off the TV and says, you shouldn't be watching this. I agree. Then he says, you've got to try to forget all this. Chip. Got it happened to last night, Chip. <laughs> to forget, not even a full twenty-four hours ago, Chip. Not I even. still have my hair. Still smells like 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 timber, fur, fire, oh, timber. <laughs> like I still smell of fire. Yeah, I, I literally can't. My hair can't even forget it. Let alone me. Yeah, Chip. And my, my my feelings in my brain. Chip. Remember how I was like kind of team Chip. Yeah, you were. Chip Anymore. has no room. For any woman's emotions at all. Any, any person's emotions. Any person's emotions. So she points out, she goes, no, Chip, don't you see? She said there were nine. Two were lawyers and then a real estate agent. That must be Walsh. I don't know. That should be 10, Ooh. including him. How Ooh. could he have survived the fire? It should be 10, though, right? Well, because it's... Our four friends. Yep. Plus two bikers. Mm-hmm. Right? Plus two lawyers. Mm-hmm. And stranger real estate person. That's mm -hmm. nine. Mm-hmm. So with the... She's saying there should so have been ten the bodies. killed, there should be ten. Yeah. And, and in reality... There's only nine there should that were found. be ten... There should probably be 11, really, because there was actually that drunk guy that they don't know about. Right. Yeah. No, I think he's included. It doesn't matter. Nine bodies were found. There should have been 10. One of them should have been Lance. Kathy figures this out. How could he have survived the fire? Chip says, he said he wanted to live forever. Like, I'm like, Chip, I don't feel like you're taking in what has happened to you <laughs> Chip, i know we only met last night and you just met all these people yeah and like you still like encountered a large amount of humans that died like, died with you and like you were almost one of them like right like right. two minutes ago right yeah um but chip's ready to move on he is ready to pack up this chapter of his life and move on on and watch <laughs> is it cake, cake. <laughs> <laughs> i mean if anything could get get me over almost being murdered and losing all of my friends it would be is it cake is it cake yeah so Maybe great british bake-off 
as pop. well. Any, yes. And you know what? Any baking show. I'll take Truly. any baking show and I can move on with my life. Truly. I, I couldn't agree more. So they hear something in the house. All the lights go out. Kathy's losing it. Chip then looks out the peephole of the front door and says, see, nobody's there. Sorry. Kim dropped her crystal. Dropped crystal. <laughs> that crystal was supposed to be in something. Oh, we didn't need it in, in it anymore because now we've covered that he's a 50-year-old, 90-year-old yeah. man. With I put it in, he's old, 1930s. <laughs> yeah. That's where I put my crystal. <laughs> yeah. Um, Chip looks out the peephole. They've heard a sound some, somewhere. I've heard a sound. We just saw so many people murdered. One of them should be dead and isn't. And I just heard a sound in the house and all the lights went out. Chip's response all to this. All the lights went out. Yes. Chip's response to this is to look out the peephole and say, nobody's there. Chip, I'd look maybe a couple more places. And he then says, it's okay. We're under police surveillance. So that's why that cop car was out there. All right. Which was not clear to me. Under police surveillance. Uh, okay. I, 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 I'm going to tell you this. We have not even a full page left. We then introduce a plot point right now. <laughs> we're at like minute. We're, this is 120 or an hour and 24 minutes. We're at like one hour and 13. I mean, we're at the end of the movie here. And we now introduce an unhinged <laughs> character and plot. <laughs> so I just don't want you to be confused. Okay, as to well, like, I'm very confused. Did so this go on? Yeah. <laughs> so a police officer now does come up to the door. A guy with a badge, rather. And Kathy doesn't want Chip to open it. He shushes her. Shh, obviously. The cop comes in. And he's very... He's, he doesn't appear to be talking to two people who were horribly traumatized, not even 24 hours before. What he says is, whose house is this? And Chip says, I'm house sitting for my father. And he says, how long have you two known each other? And they say, we just met last night. And he says, and you've already shacked up? And Kathy says, no, I'm here because I don't know if you heard, but we were just... We just narrowly escaped being murdered last night. So I'm, I'm frightened and I'm here with the only other survivor of, of that horrible traumatic incident that happened to me. And, the, and the, the officer says, so let me get this straight. You were supposed to bring Mark, but you showed up instead. You've known each other for not even a day and you move in together. But it wasn't because of love at first sight, eh? So let me ask you this. <laughs> I'm sorry. God, I'm sorry. This is, uh, this I'm is sorry. unhinged. This is un. I had to rewind this scene to be like, is this the same movie? What is happening? And he says, is this the first time you two have, ta have taken part in satanic rituals? And I was like, oh, no. It, it gets, 80s satanic panic. It gets kookier because then... 
she Kathy's like, what are you talking about? He's like, you moved in today. You just met each other yesterday, but you're not shacked up because it was love at first sight. Are you that couple that's been butchering people around the country? And I was like, what? Around the country? <laughs> what couple? Who, who do you think these people are? Why are you introducing this plot point at the end of the movie? <laughs> like, what is going on? But I was just like, all right, I'm here for the ride. Whatever. So this cop thinks that these two are serial killers. Serial satanic, killers. Satanic serial satanic, killers. Yeah. So Kathy is like, no. Like, that's <laughs> no, that's not. And he says, and why are the lights off? And Chip's like, the fucking power went out. I don't know, man. And he goes, go check the fuse box. And he looks at Kathy and he says, I want to see your eyes, your face. (laughs) (laughs) So Chip goes into the garage and is immediately strangled and thrown out the window. (laughs) Sure. And impaled on a white picket fence. To which I say, these cops suck at their job. (laughs) They are surveilling no things at all. <laughs> they are terrible at this. <laughs> so the our cop, our interrogating cop, hears this. He goes into the garage and is also immediately strangled. <laughs> our surveilling cop that is surveilling no things is then relieved of duty for another cop to sit in his car and surveil no things. Cut to Kathy just being like, where are these guys? (laughs) (laughs) Just sitting at the table, like in the dark, Yeah, in the dark. (laughs) And so she goes into the garage and she says she sees the cop hanging from a rope. And she's like, "Ah!" and she's chased through the house by our killer uh-huh. that does not look like does not look like the night that we saw that we saw full fa- <laughs> this is a different person but they're trying to tell me it's the same person and it's not i saw both their faces <laughs> okay but did you see a picture of lance hayward quote unquote the that's famous a third movie star. face that's a third face that's a different face yes <laughs> guys then. I don't know. So I have a theory at the end, but it is not clear. I really had to do some real mental gymnastics to put this together. I'll get to that in a second. So she's running through the house. She comes to, let me paint the scene for you. She comes to the front door. The front door is slightly ajar, but only slightly because the chain is on it. Okay. Okay. So just to be clear, if we unlock the chain, the door would be opened and the cop is, would be directly in front of you. Okay? On the other side of the door. Yes. Okay. In his cop car. Okay. You are running for your life. You run to the front door and you see that it is chain locked fr- <clears throat> on the inside of the door, the side of the door that you are on. Question 15 what do you do? What does <laughs> Kathy do? <laughs> I unchain the door and run outside to the cop, man. 
I'm just going to go ahead and give you a bell right then. Could Which, you just to be go fair, ahead and- to like take the chain off, you do need to like, I assume you need to like close the door. You do. Chain and then open. But you can you still do. do that pretty quickly. Pretty quickly. And even your, even your kerfuffle of it, again, there is a cop car directly outside your door. Yeah. So you could She's at least a good ah, scream, right? Yeah. Okay. What does she do? Uh, does she just act like it's a brick wall and is like, no, no, and fall to the ground <laughs> with her back to the door? <laughs> oh, my God. I wish. <laughs> That's a half a point because it's not quite that dumb, but close. She's completely bested by this easily unlockable door and runs into another room and is trying to open windows that I can, I don't, I have never seen a house that is, has windows that lock from the outside. I, 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 I've never met a window that I couldn't open from the inside. the purpose. Right. But she's trying all these windows and they won't open. 90 year old Lance then bursts through the wall (laughs) But new third Lance. Yes. Third walking Lance. Dog Lance. Walking dog Trench Lance. Lance. Trench Lance. Burst through the wall. Kool-Aid man's through the wall. Whoa. She looks at him with tears in her eyes. We now see a flashback to a film in a bedroom. An old, an, an old-timey, almost, you know, Byzantine kind of set. Uh-huh. Our dear friend Lance, who has the face of the dog walker man now. We haven't, we're not introducing a fourth face, but this is. Okay. And he is, he starts soliloquizing. Mm-hmm. Bonus question. He is about to aggressively take a lover in a blonde wig that is Kathy. So he's imagining something. And Kathy is his scene partner. Bonus question. What role is he playing? I'll give you a hint. It is also by our dear friend, Billy Shakes, (laughs) who is about to aggressively take a blonde woman as his lover. It is at the end of the play. He's unhinged. I'm not going to lie. It's been a long time since I've done anything Billy Shakes. Yeah. And um, it's one of the biggins. I'll tell you that. I'll just say it's just a bonus point. So. Macbeth. <laughs> oh, that's a really good guess. No, Othello. Othello. So he is final scene of Othello, unhinged. Never actually read Othello, so I had no chance in that one. Fair. Um, she's Desdemona. So he's now soliloquizing Othello's final speech where he feels totally wronged and blah, blah, blah. And I was actually pretty impressed with myself where I heard it. And I was like, is this Othello? And I Googled <laughs> it and I was like, oh, my God, it fucking is. Um, mainly because I was like, this is not a made up movie like the other ones were. I was like, this writing is way too good. This has got to be <laughs> like source material. And I was right. So. She's pinned to the bed ah, in her terrible blonde wig. The audience in his imagination cheers. And he says, do you hear that? I'm good. I'm great. 
And she says, you're, you're wonderful. I'm your biggest fan. And he says, but you didn't see my Othello. And he kisses her aggressively. And she scratches his face. And some of his skin falls off. So then I thought, is this whole thing, remember when you saw that rubber mask that they were like, this looks like brand new rubber. I'm like, has he, is he wearing different, was he wearing a mask as the knight, maybe? And that's right. why he now, this is his real face. But what is his real face? Because then I, I got to tap out of trying to figure this out. We're just going <laughs> to move on. We're just going to move past it. Um, so she starts to say Desdemona's lines, which I thought was very smart. And he says, you know the lines. And he says, are you an actress? And she says, yes. And he says, that's why you appreciate it so much. So they keep doing the scene. And I'm thinking, oh, damn. Do we have another final girl on our hands? And I wrote, she's not bad. Gave her some Shakespeare. She wasn't bad. No, because I forgot the end of Othello. (laughs) (laughs) He strangles her as he kisses her. She struggles and then stops struggling. And then his dream goes up in red smoke and squiggly dream back to reality where a man walks a dog past a cop car where the cop's reading the paper, not surveilling any of the three murders that just happened right next to him posters of all of his old movies credits the end terror night (laughs) there it is so was it him (laughs) was it him was it his ghost was it his soul was it the soul of his characters living through I, based on the information presented to me and based on the little bit of criticism that I saw of this movie, it appears that the audiences that did see it were asking the same questions. And the answer that they were met with was, no, it's a 90-year-old film star. And even the description says, a 90-year-old film star kills a bunch of people. And I was (laughs) like, first of all, the 90-year-old film star's mask technology is off the chisane, if that is the case. Two, what fountain of youth is he drinking from? Three, what did I just watch? (laughs) So that was this little hidden gem called Terror Night. Well, I had a AKA Bloody Movie. Honestly, I did too. AKA Bloody Movie. All right. Isn't it so fun that like we can literally tell each other truly the the worst garbage and it's still like so (laughs) So the most fun I've had all week it's It's just it's so fucking fun uh let me total your points (laughs) that's true hi sammies so we heard a rumor that you're not signed up for our awesome patreon yet what where are you getting your bone con then it's cool it's fine you can still subscribe just hit the link in the show notes or search for us on Patreon. We're right there. We've got all kinds of bone con. That's bonus content. We've got mini-sodes, post-mortems, and Q&As, all live streams, polls, prizes, merch, and just a general smorgasbord of KK Sam. So join us. Or else. 
So this might be one of our highest scores ever. Because you really got pretty much all of them right, and then you got a bonus point as well. And your and I counted twice. Uh, your dead or lives were eight out of eleven, and your questions with that with the bonus points that you got. I think you got two bonus, one or two bonus points. Twenty three point five out of twenty four. That doesn't total, feel right <laughs> for a total of thirty one point five out of thirty five. I also didn't feel like it felt right, so I counted again, and I mean, you know. I think there might have been a mistake, but I'll take it. <laughs> and the mistake was this movie. <laughs> and I don't feel bad saying that because clearly everyone who made this movie went, we're just going to shelve this. <laughs> <laughs> so that was Night Terrors. Terror Night, a.k.a. Bloody Terror Mary. Night. So that brings us to From Dusk Till Dawn of the Dead Bird Demic Shock and Terror Night, a.k.a. Bloody Movie. Or, you, I mean, you can just go with Night as well. There we go. All right. I'm going to yeah. ask the Sammies for suggestions. I love it. Um, oh, we forgot to do the thing at the beginning. Follow us at KK Sam Podcast on TikTok, Threads, and Instagram. Have you posted anything on Threads? I have. Um, oh, what did you say? Well, I posted uh, <laughs> a clip about Guy and I. And right now, everyone on Threads is, like, really trying to be just super chill. Like, at the, the vibe over there is everyone's like, let's not all just start promoting our shit like crazy. Like, let's just, like, let's just chill. Let's just vibe it so like I've really just been posting a couple of my thoughts one of which was a theater nerd joke that of course our dear friend Mish, Michelle uh, from uh-huh. college picked up on because I got really annoyed at somebody walking way too fucking slow in front of my car in the parking lot just totally unaware of their backspace and I wrote <laughs> I might be a theater nerd but what is with people that can't feel their backspace and Michelle liked it and I was like Coming through for me, Michelle. She got one like, folks. Yeah, I did. <laughs> it was the you were you were the one like. <laughs> so I it's mean, look, not everyone has been threads. trained in backspace like we have. Not I know. everyone paid to go to college to get trained in backspace. In backspace. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. So threads. Anyway, you can go over there and see what I'm talking about over on threads. I haven't joined um, from my personal. Have you? No. I'm just, I'm kind of using ours personal right now. Let's just see what happens. Um, and also join our Facebook group, Sammy's Stay Alive, maybe. And please join our Patreon. Guys, listen. Our industry is on strike. We need money. Please <laughs> sign up for our Patreon. <laughs> There's really fun stuff going on over there. Or buy Katrin's grimoire. Or buy my grimoire. Do that, too. Um, that's it. Cool. Great. Thanks for listening. This was so much fun. Thanks for telling me. I look forward to figuring out what I do next week. Great. This has been Kim and Kat Stay Alive. (laughs) Maybe. So until next week, stay Stay alive. Ghosted me. I'm done. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you for listening to the Dread Podcast Network.